truly, he is being serious. And that's the most terrifying part about it is like, this is not hyperbole. Yeah, just waxing poetic on a Wednesday morning at 7 a.m. Hello, hello, hello. hello. (laughs) Guys, we have such a highly anticipated episode for you today. It was really a blast and a half. It was. I, can I just say the movie? Can I just yeah, like, yeah. spit it out there? Okay. <laughs> we did Twilight New Moon, and mm-hmm. I had a great time watching it. And of course, we had to get Twilight Talk back yes. on the pod. So we have a whole in-depth episode with Twilight Talk for you. She's just a blast to talk to. I love her so much. Literally, as soon as she hopped off the call, both Mo and I and Unison were like, we love her. We love her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we had such a blast chatting with her and, you know, enjoying all of her knowledge about the series. And after we did our first episode with her, so many of you DM'd us and wrote in our movie request yeah. forms that you wanted us to do the rest of the saga and have her back. And we, we're happy to deliver. Happy to oblige. And without further ado, I guess we'll head into it. But before we do, once again, we just want to remind you that voting is still open for the Star Dazzle Awards. Those are happening, people. Get your fucking suit out. Get your (laughs) gown, whatever you want to wear as formal wear. Yeah. Because we're having an award show, baby. Hell yeah. We have some amazing presenters lined up. We're super excited for you guys to hear the episode. And voting closes on May 8th. So you still have a couple more days. Get your vote in. Peruse the categories. And you know if you have any thoughts about some of the nominees, you have any opinions, feel free to DM us. Let us know. Who are you rooting for? So without further ado, let's talk about Twilight. Before we start today's episode, Mo and I want to let you know that the money we're making from an ad placement in this episode is being donated to move to higher ground. The Quileute Tribal School is currently located in a tsunami zone at the edge of the Pacific Ocean, and it is moved to higher ground's mission to secure the future of the Quileute Tribe by moving the at-risk community to the safe zone where their culture and heritage can continue to thrive for generations to come. The real Quileute tribe has received zero funding from the Twilight franchise, despite the misuse of their cultural heritage for profit. And we encourage you to visit mthg.org to learn more about the real Quileute tribe and how to get involved today. The link to move to higher ground is in the show notes, as well as in our bio on any social media platform. Well, well, well. We have a long-awaited episode with a very, very highly anticipated guest. You guys have been Mm -hmm. asking us for months and months and months, when are you doing the next installment and when is your guest returning? And the answer is today. Right now. Because we are doing New Moon with the one and only TikTok's Twilight Talk. Oh my god, hi! TikTok and... (laughs) of recent publication yes we're talking about nbc news (laughs) yes literally (laughs) we have a famous person on the pod Mm -hmm. a Mm -hmm. a scholar of twilight 
they called me a Robert Pattinson expert. And that I feel like is mm. really, I mean, I'm in trouble now. <laughs> like that's, that's just, just, no, there's no turning back. And I'm like, I want to say I'm not, I'm not, I don't try to be, and I am not, but mm-hmm. there's no way, like, there's no way back <laughs> from that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's incredible. It's akin to jumping off the cliffs at, um, <laughs> Like push jumping. Well, did at you LaCush, guys yeah. see that deep fake Robert Pattinson TikTok account? Yes, I did. Absolutely. And I needed you to tell me that it was <laughs> because a the deep most fake. the best thing I've gotten all year was the email when you asked me to come back and talk about New Moon. But the second best email I've gotten all year was when NBC News was like, "Would you like to comment as to whether or not this is Robert Pattinson?" And I was like, "Can you call me right now?" <laughs> I hate whoever's doing that so much. Like oh I hate it. Makes me want to. Die. It's truly insane, friends. It's really cringe. <laughs> and his hair looks so looks bad. so bad. It's awful, awful. Uh, listeners, if you haven't seen it yet, give it a Google. Take a look. Mm-hmm. Um, be prepared to I be think horrified, they took it, though. Unfortunately, you can't find it on TikTok anymore. They took it down <gasps> after NBC News. Okay. Oh. But you can yeah. find the people have saved the videos. Of course they have. You can find the videos. Yes. Someone from his camp should call you and thank you for putting yeah. the kibosh on it. He should call you personally, Everyone actually. It was yeah. like, who? Because in the article, it just said like Sarah. It didn't link to my TikTok or anything. And so everyone mm-hmm. was like, he's just going to be like, who the hell is Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> just some some Rob expert just out somebody, there. I, but I did feel like maybe I was helping him a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the video got taken down. It did. Yeah. No, that person can't do that anymore. Well, before we before we get into this movie, I'm just curious if you. I'm sure you have, but have you seen the Batman yet? Oh my god, yes. Um, I did. I saw it on the day that it opened in the movie theaters mm-hmm. in like the really fancy movie theaters where they bring you drinks and stuff and food because I was like, I need this love. to be like catered. Mm-hmm. And I did. I lo- what did you guys think? I loved it so much. I really enjoyed it, actually. I'm not like a huge Batman gal. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a Spider-Man girl myself. But I did think it was really good. And I thought he was really good in it. He was quite good. You know, I think he's a talented actor. Uh, I don't think they gave him many lines. Oh, no. he No, he truly had yeah. nothing. It was like his, <laughs> his jaw, like, it was doing all mm-hmm. the work. His yeah. jaw was, you know, it was almost like sculpted by mm-hmm. uh, Michelangelo. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It's like texting my best friend. My husband was sitting next to me and I was like, this, I'm feral. What do I do? Where do I go? How do I? <laughs> um, oh but yeah, no, this guy won't leave me alone and I'm trying to watch I know, a movie. I'm like, this random guy is sitting next to me and I'm getting my forever pants and be Batman. I think, you know, like as they develop Bruce Wayne, he'll, he'll get to say more. But yeah, it was, yeah. It was interesting that they had him like much more as Batman and he had to do mm-hmm. a lot with his eyes. Yes. Yeah. And obviously, um, Miss Kristen has also been doing great things. Oscar nominee. Yes. I feel so bad because I still haven't watched that. Have you both seen Sense? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. And I. it's weird because I want to watch it. I'm not not trying to watch it, but I just didn't go to the theater. I didn't I didn't yeah. either. And then it was, it's been on Hulu. And I've just had a number of people describe it to me as a psychological thriller. And I just don't want to watch it. It's like, like she's like hallucinating and like eating her pearls. I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but that's not really what I, I've just heard. It's like a little weird. I've heard she's so good in it though. So I think I am eventually going to have to Mm. watch it. But yeah, I mean, she, she went to the Oscars in a little, in a little, she did in a little short suit. She did that. She did. Um, yeah, I've heard that she's incredible in it. Like people who knew Diana say that like, Mm -hmm. this is the closest 
like impersonation of her that they've ever seen that it's like eerie especially like even down to her voice and stuff I was like ooh, the accent is good the I can't when I watch that trailer I don't see any of her mannerisms Mm-hmm. there which i think is great not that her mannerisms are bad but i like can't really see the kristen stewart that i'm used to which i think is right yeah i mean when i first saw that trailer i didn't know she was um diana i know mm-hmm. it's so good yeah yeah especially for like somebody like chris i love how i'm just like oh yeah kristen my pal on a first yeah, name chris. basis yeah chris. but KK. someone like her um <laughs> who is like so has been like memed to infinity mm-hmm. for her like mannerisms oh, yeah. of like always touching her hair yeah. and her like yeah. um i don't know like uh like that type of thing yeah so it's really cool to see her like transform and kind of have this moment the twilight is truly having mm-hmm. its day in the sun it is for those actors and yeah so it's, it's where's jacob though you know i i do wonder taylor lautner he just got engaged didn't taylor lautner he get did. engaged he got engaged to another taylor and they're yes. really sweet and he was in a netflix movie that i didn't watch but he was like doing the rounds for it he went on jimmy he went on the, um, the tonight oh. show and he said i think he said where where have you been mocha and that was like oh a big gosh. thing because they, they did a tiktok on it so he's still just cat just you know He's willing to he's willing to go out there and do a Twilight meme. I don't know that he has like pursued a career as much as as Rob and Kristen have. I don't I, I think it must be by choice. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like after Twilight, he did like that movie Abducted yes, or Abduction with Lily Collins. Mm-hmm. And and then it was kind of like, oh, is is like Taylor gonna be the next like action star? But then that never happened. He like did a couple TV shows, but that was he did. pretty much it. Yeah. He was so young. Yeah, he was, I think he was 18 when they did New Moon. I think he was 15 in twi- when they Holy found him for shit. Twilight. And yeah, then I think he was like 18 when they did New Moon. And he, just to have all these like yeah. middle-aged like soccer moms like frothing at the mouth. Oh my like, gosh. I, I just wonder how, so how he crazy. handled that. I, he was certainly the best of the three of them, I feel like, at taking it. But I just wonder if it just turned him off. Yeah, I wonder. It's possible. I mean, I remember seeing him in like Shark Boy and Lava Girl mm-hmm. and cheaper by the dozen too as well oh yeah and he has always done like like mma style like he always knew like martial arts mm-hmm. and stuff like that so from a young age he was super like muscular but yeah i don't know yeah but um every time i rewatch this movie new moon um i am reminded of like me being like 13 14 years old and just like completely falling in love with jacob as i said in our twilight episode i was very much a jacob girl i forgot christina yeah that's, 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 I was okay. that's okay i know unpopular opinion <laughs> no I, know. I mean it's becoming more i have i would choose him yeah are you kidding yeah i mean there's some there's some stuff later on that's not super great that we'll get to but new moon jake new moon jacob is really wonderful great oh fuck yeah, yeah he's like a pedophile later on right <laughs> Not by his choice, unfortunately. Yeah. He's, it's forced. He's forced into it. But in Eclipse, he also makes some moves that are yeah. really problematic. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah. in New Moon, I think he's pretty unimpeachable. Like he is. He's great. Yeah. He's great in New Moon. Because mm-hmm. this is Mo's first watch, obviously. Oh and she texted me while watching last night, being like, "Jacob's crush is tragic." And I was like, "So tragic." Really embarrassing. Well, when I. 
when Christina told me that you had not, like you'd held off and not watch new, like you weren't, you weren't like compelled to watch new moon after twilight. I was so ha- I was like, Oh my God, we're going to get another fresh hot take. How can this happen? Fresh twice? Eyes. <laughs> so it's so good. I know. I really was looking forward all day to talking about this because like we have such different tiers. Like I'm like, I've never seen this movie before. Christina's like, I love this. Like I watched it when I was a kid and you're like, I actually am a professor at the College of Twilight and I'm also the dean and head of admissions. The dean I'm all, and I'm all those students. Yeah. I'm making it all up. And I pay tuition to myself. Exactly. So yeah, you're right. It is, I guess it is, it is tiered. Yeah. No, I'm excited. I'm excited. New Moon is very special. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do think it is my favorite one. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. It is for me too, um, out of the movies. And it's polarizing because like as a book, mm. people were like, what in God's name? People is hated this? it. Well, because you, you're reading it in Edward L- Edward's leaves in the beginning. I remember just yeah. coming through the page. I was like, what's going on? Like, I, I mean, I was devastated. Um, but I also think it's like one of her best books too out of the four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It gives like some complexity that we don't get in the other books. Yeah. And I think that I was thinking about it actually today of like why I loved Jacob so much. Cause he's not like really like my normal type. Like I'm not really into like the athletic. Right, 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 right. More like headstrong guys, like not really my thing. I traditionally like should be more into somebody like Edward because I love a broody, like neurotic right. man. Like just an absolute psychopath. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the reason I think that I fell in love with Jacob is because I read, I actually read Eclipse first. Oh, 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 that's right. You told me, you yes. found it. Did you find it somewhere? I found it under a desk in my English class oh, in the seventh grade yeah. and I started reading it and I was like, ooh, this is actually kind of interesting. <laughs> and I think that I liked Jacob because he was like the other guy where I, like I'm reading it. I'm like, okay, uh, I'm getting from like these context clues. I'm supposed to like Edward. Right. And because of that, I like the other like, guy. I'm going to rebel. Mm-hmm. Gotta root for the underdog sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, because it also, like, seemed too obvious. Like, it's like, oh, like, Edward's, like, the guy that she starts out with, but then, like, she ends up with the other guy, and then I was wrong about that, but. (laughs) I thought that they would at least kiss or, like, date, but they literally, it's so tragic. And and for for Jacob, it truly is. It is. Yeah. 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 I feel like we should probably just get into it because there's, there's so much. Yeah, let's pop into it. So we open up. The first thing we see actually is a very sudden shot of a yellow moon. And it's like, dun dun. And we hear Miss Bella Swan say, These violent delights have violent ends, and in their triumphs die like fire and powder, which as they kiss consume. And then we see Bella running through a bunch of people wearing these red cloaks. And if you've never seen this movie before or read the book, you're like, What the hell is going on here? And all of a sudden, she's in a field. She's in the meadow. And what does she see across the way? Her grandmother. She's like, oh, my God. Hey, what's up? (laughs) Grandma? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, what's up? (laughs) Who comes out of the shadows but Mr. Edward Cullen? And she's like, oh, my God. No, she's going to see you. But he walks directly into that sunlight, sparkling like a diamond. He looks Um, beautiful, if I may just say. He (laughs) does. You're right. I do like that they tone down the sparkling yes. a little bit in this one because it's like 
jarring in the first oh, movie. It's horrifying. No, the he, whole blue filter. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He looks so good in this movie. Definitely. Yeah. It's before they give him like those really weird sideburns. Oh, the eclipse sideburns. Very controversial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you a fan of the I sideburns? Love, I love them, but I'm the only one. <laughs> <laughs> no one else has ever loved them. And I'm like, I love them so much. No, he looks the best in New Moon. It's truly, truly. Hidden. I do wonder what the pipeline is to like Edward Sideburn stands to like Anthony Bridgerton Sideburn stands in Bridgerton. Oh, so I do love Anthony. He was hot this season. Like yeah. he yes. was. Because they fixed yep. it up. They, they, they took away like the mutton chop situation. Mm-hmm. Yes. Know? Yeah. And those sideburns was, were because he's filming that movie, Remember Me, which I don't know if you've ever seen, mm, but it's literally- I haven't like seen, but I have heard the ending. <laughs> it's a jump scare of a movie, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Edward comes out looking beautiful as ever, sparkling in the sun, and he joins Bella, and she starts like walking him towards her grandmother. They meet in the middle of the meadow, and she starts to introduce Edward- when she sees like her grandmother's arm is out around no one and is speaking at the same time because, oh my God, she's looking in a mirror. Oh. It's Bella and old age and Edward there unaged. And he tells her, happy birthday, Bella. I was shocked. <laughs> I was fucking shook. Bro, I can't even tell you. I was like home alone. I was like... <laughs> I can't go to sleep tonight. <laughs> I was really shocked. At the gate, you were like, I am terrified. <laughs> yes, yes. I don't know what was so, like, shocking about it. It was just, like, her and the age and, like, that whole theme being the first image in the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was not pleased. <laughs> she does not want to gauge. She, Bella, Bella mm-hmm. versus age is a fight mm-hmm. throughout these whole movies. Absolutely. So – in the morning, Bella wakes up. Classic. She fell asleep reading Romeo and Juliet, like <laughs> any girl her age would. Just girly things, you know. Yeah. And her dad comes in, wishes her a happy birthday. And she's like, we agreed to like no presents. And he's like, well, it's not wrapped. And he gives her a camera <laughs> and a gift from her mom. <laughs> does he not have a country accent? <laughs> no, that, he does. That was really good. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I don't know why you're laughing. No, it's, it's like a, it's not a country accent, it's, but it's like a Charlie accent. It's like a, I'm going to go fishing and have a beer accent. It's yeah, perfect. Yeah. Kind of a rural Washington man, <laughs> a I guess. Forks yeah. accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Forks. Yeah. Yeah. So she gets these gifts and um, I can't help but think her mom just is a total like, has recused herself from her life. Oh, yes. But her dad, like, makes a joke, and he's like, how'd you get so old so fast and pretends to point out a gray hair? Bella freaks the fuck out. Mm -hmm. She, like, runs to her vanity, just, like, just combing through as if she has lice looking for (laughs) this gray hair and realizes that her father is kidding Mm -hmm. and he leaves because he's appalled. Poor Charlie. I'm serious. Like, poor Charlie has a lot to deal with. And I really yeah. so much on his plate. <laughs> there are deaths in the area. His daughter's unhinged. Um, mm-hmm. I really uh, love movie Charlie. Book, I think I don't know if we talked about the last time. Book Charlie is like garbage. Terrible. But, but movie Terrible. Charlie has a lot, has a lot on his plate. And I do feel for him. Whenever I think of 
book Charlie, I think of this very specific scene in Eclipse because it's like my introduction to Charlie where Bella talks about how she gets home and he's like trying to make pasta and it's all like stuck together in the pot because he didn't stir it at all. And she's like trying to fix this pasta and she puts like the can, the jar of sauce like directly in the microwave. I was like, why wouldn't you like heat it up on the stove? That was like so bizarre to me. But that's what I think of when I think of Charlie. I'm like, the man can't make pasta. He can't make pasta and he lived by himself for 17 years. Yeah. Well, he went to that small restaurant that they go to in the, <laughs> the diner yeah. every night. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. book Charlie has a lot of, has like a lot of problems. He doesn't he has a lot on his plate, but he has a he has a lot of problems that they yeah. they fixed. Yes. Movie Charlie, love of my life, would marry him tomorrow. Immaculate. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So Bella, you know, realizes that she has to go on with her day. uh, And she kind of drives her truck to school. We hear in the radio that dead bodies have been found, right? So already kind of set, set, like, you know, Mm -hmm. things are still crazy in Forks. Mm -hmm. And she, so she arrives at school um, and her friends ask her if she's ready for the big Romeo and Juliet essay that's due today. And so now it's like, okay, she's not just reading that in her spare time. Um, this is for an essay. Um, and you know, she's all like, mm, oh, like, oh, I have a camera now. She asks them to get, <laughs> she's just so awkward. She never, ever seems like she wants to be around her friends ever. Never. Like she second. literally hates them. I think she hates them so so mm-hmm. much and i'm like what about angela angela's so nice angela's perfectly fine i don't remember i don't think she hates them in the book like she, no. she doesn't act so put upon and angela is perfect you're totally right yeah. but she's always like oh, hey guys like i guess since you're here like can i just like, take a picture of you the scrapbook and my mom wants to make isn't there one in the book that's like mean who's not in the movies yeah, Lauren. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so oh. Jessica in the yeah. movies is like a combination of Lauren and Jessica. Yeah. Jessica's kind of two-faced. Yeah. Je- oh, Jessica is two-faced. And I guess Lauren was even worse. Um, so they kind of cram them together. Mm-hmm. So she's reluctantly taking photographs for her scrapbook for her mom, who also w- won't care about the scrapbook. Um, no, not at all. And then Edward rolls up in a different in a different Volvo from last time. Yeah. But we're supposed to pretend that any... <laughs> I was watching a video about this. I was randomly watching this this interview with Robert Pattinson last night that came up. I'm not an expert. I wasn't doing research. It just came up <laughs> on my TikTok. But the, the guy was talking about how Edward like takes up four parking spots when he pulls into the- Oh my like, God. It's it's like he parks sideways. Oh yeah, he does. I didn't even think yeah. about that. And Robert Pattinson was dying laughing because I, I guess he's not very good at driving. Uh, and I, so I don't know like if he couldn't get into the spot. I don't know why the like that, but he looks like such a douche, right? He just gets out of the car. He's taken up four <laughs> spots and he walks up to yeah. her and it's a slow-mo, which Wind is amazing. Flying. I have to say it's amazing. <laughs> I have yeah. to say it's, I know it's <laughs> cringy and cheesy, but I, it's, it gets me every time when he's walking slow mm-hmm. motion, he looks kind of like shy. He's looking great. He is looking yeah. 100. So he's like, Fantastic. happy. It's so good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited. I'm really excited. Um, so he's like, happy birthday. Um, and so she's like, don't remind me. Um, and then she's like talking about aging. Um, and Edward's like, remember that I'm 109 and like, I don't think that they should have had this conversation. Um, it, it gets it's a very little, weird. Yeah. yeah it's, a, it's super weird. She's like, oh, I guess I should be creeped out about dating an old man. It's like, yeah, yeah. he is 109 years old. 
And the jury is still out as to whether or not he is mentally 17 or not. Because like my big thing is he has seen 109 yeah. years and I'm just very confused as to why he wants to be hanging out with her. But he acts really juvenile. So I agree. He with does the- act really juvenile. Yeah. He does. Yeah. I'm torn. So they do kiss and it is pretty intense. And it's like, it's more intense than I feel like we've seen from, from, and this is also, we're seeing them kind of like casually like dating and in a relationship where I yeah. don't feel like we got to see that in Twilight at all. For sure. It's super different. Cause like also in Twilight, I think they only kiss twice. Like they kiss in Bella's bedroom and then at prom, I yes. guess. Yep. Yeah. And it's always very kind of like, well, I guess in the bedroom, it's a little intense, but at prom, it's like yeah. very sweet. And so, yes, um, this, they have a nice little, uh, kiss and Edward's like, we have to go to class. But who shows up? <laughs> My man, Jacob Black. Looking very good with his long trusses. I love his long hair. They give him a way better wig in this one than the first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I do really love his long hair. I think it like actually really suits him. He looks really good, especially like when it's like half pulled back. I'm like, ooh, styling. I love it. He looks gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he walks up. He's clearly like grown up a little bit since the last time we saw him. And uh bella's like oh my god jacob like you look so grown up and he's like oh you would you know it wouldn't look so jarring if we hung out more than like now and then and uh tells her that you know he's just filling out because she comments on like his biceps and stuff and they're just like full-on having a little bit of like flirty energy right in front of edward he is not loving it i am though i think it's great (laughs) and he basically is like oh yeah i'm in town like getting a a part from my bike that i'm fixing up blah 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 does he not go to school he does on the for now but when i was looking at the illustrated guy the other day if they randomly say that he goes to school on the res but he's on sabbatical and okay. I was like, when does he take his sabbatical? For like, a when 16 year old? When does he stop going to school? Well, I clearly like in breaking down, he's no longer going to school, but like, is he going to school in Eclipse? Like, I just don't, like, I feel like his education is not a priority. He's really smart, like, naturally smart, I think. It's my understanding that, like, post transformation, he just like stops going to school. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that's when he takes his sabbatical. Yeah. <laughs> weird. <laughs> Fucking weird. <laughs> It's time to just gather his berries. Yeah, high schoolers take sabbaticals all the time. It's fine. Constantly. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so he's, he's you know, not really going to school this hour. He's here wishing Bella a happy birthday. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I saw this the other day and I thought of you and gives her a dream catcher. And she's like, wow, this is actually kind of perfect because clearly she had a nightmare last night. Then Jacob hugs Bella, looks directly at Edward, lots of tension. In our notes, this is Mo's note saying, I'm cackling personally. Um, <laughs> I was just like, damn. Like the whole, I watched this movie alone in my apartment because I had just gotten back from Germany. My boyfriend isn't here. He's like at his parents' house. And so I was like, damn like fuck (laughs) like he totally got his ass like i was freaking out talking to myself (laughs) that's incredible i think that's like the second best thing you could possibly have to like a movie theater experience is like a completely alone like emotional oh god yeah full yeah we have we have to watch this when you come visit absolutely absolutely so Edward asks Bella why Jacob gave her a gift and he doesn't get to. And she's like, because I don't have anything to give you back. And this man (laughs) says, 
You give me everything just by breathing. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Where does he come up with this shit? Like, I, I'm just like, when I was in high school and I just got to school, like, I probably forgot my glasses and couldn't even see down the hallway. Oh, like, yeah. I'm, like, not even awake by this time. The man doesn't sleep. He doesn't eat. He just <laughs> worships Bella. <laughs> that's, his 20, that's his job 24 hours a day. That's the thing is, like, I wish that we could be like, God, he's so melodramatic. But, like, truly, he is being serious. And that's the yeah. most terrifying part about it is, like, he, mm. this is not hyperbole. Yeah. yeah, just waxing poetic on a Wednesday morning at 7 a.m. <laughs> Bella's not awake <laughs> So Alice, the just ray of sunshine she is, comes up to Bella and she's like, happy birthday. Here's a dress. You're going to wear it at dinner tonight. And Jasper is in the background, like just skulking about. According to the script, he offers a pleasant nod to Bella. Is that what it says? It's unpleasant to me. It's unpleasant. (laughs) It's actually cringe to me. Oh, awful. And Bella agrees to come over and then... Alice is like perfect, walks away, and and Bella's like, Jasper, the mood control thing, not fair. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> so that's when you, as the, as someone who hasn't read the books and is just watching the movie, are supposed to glean mm-hmm. that Jasper has the power to control moods, but it's done so poorly. And also Bella like screams. She's like, hey, Jasper, caught with the mood control. Like in front yeah. of yeah. all the other high school students. Like they're supposed to be on the hey, down low Jasper, about I know you can sniff my blood. It smells delicious to you. <laughs> It's so out in the open and weird. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And yeah, so that's how, yes, he can control people's moods. Yeah. And we learn about that. And he does actually does quite a bit of that work in Twilight. Yeah, because doesn't he do that with James? He does. He does it with James. And then he calms Bella down a lot when they're in mm. Phoenix. Yeah. But- we didn't get to see that in the movie. Um, so that's, I guess that's, the director was like, well, we got to introduce this somehow. Yeah. So we'll do it in the middle of a crowd. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's perfect. <laughs> so because Jasper has so few lines, I feel like I just like make up like what his, I assume he has like his Southern accent all of the time. So I was expecting him to be like, apologies, ma'am. But that's like I not also, what he says. I was going to wrap it up that way. We're being like, sorry, Bella. But he doesn't <laughs> yeah. say that. No. He doesn't say anything. Until he just like, happy never mind and then walks away like that's what he actually says yeah but just his creepy little self in the corner so then they're in english class and now they're watching romeo and juliet so i guess i mean i i guess i used to do this in high school too you read a book and then they show it on tv yeah um and again edward is truly a barrel of laughs right they're watching romeo and juliet and he's like oh god i'm so jealous of romeo well first he's Oh, that might be the ex- in the extended version. He's like Romeo's so stupid, like what a fool, and yeah. like. But then, but then, so that's in the extended mm. version, and then he's like, anyway, he's not a fool. I wish I could be him, <laughs> and it's like, whoa, dramatic. Yeah, he's like, I was jealous of Romeo because he could unalive himself, and casually, <laughs> that was just like, hmm, what? Why? He could unalive himself. <laughs> yeah, and like, Bell's like, what? And so he's like. It's nearly impossible for vampires, did you know? And again, this is like her birthday, man. Like, try to like pep it up, pep it up a little bit. He's talking about 
suicide on her birthday. Yeah, and he's like whispering it. Um, I wish I could fucking kill myself. Yeah, truly. Yeah. He, he was like, he was like, well, I had to consider it once. He's like, I had to consider it once because if Bella had been killed by James, he is basically like telling. And again, like she's eighteen years old. He's basically mm-hmm. like, you know, hey, like remember like a last month when this went down? Like if you had not made it, I would have unalived. Like, yeah, good to know. Happy birthday. Exactly. Like, happy birthday. Here's a secret. Here's a fun <laughs> secret that we could share. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just stay between us. Don't tell anyone. Don't tell the guidance counselor. Um, <laughs> his, pl- his plan was, he's like, I, I would go to Italy and I'd provoke the Volturi. Um, and it, you're like, oh, what's the Volturi, Who's right? And so then, oh, he'll tell you. <laughs> he, he will. Oh, he will tell you. But at that very moment, the teacher's like, I've had it. I've had enough with Edward talking about suicide in the back of class. And he's like, Edward, like, you know, give me the last few lines of this, which he, of course, then recites immediately. And everybody in the movie theater, like, swooned because Robert Pattinson was reciting Shakespeare. And he doesn't and he was- just, like, say it. He, like, acts it. He's like, I'm going to drop in emotionally and I'm going to perform this scene. He drops yeah. in emotionally, but also his eyes. Robert Pattinson is, like, anywhere. Robert Pattinson's eyes are dead and, yeah. and, and pleading for help. <laughs> He's like, I'm a hostage. Please Begging. help me. I am a hostage. Stephanie Myers holding a gun to the back of my head. <laughs> But he does drop in emotionally. Like, he's not just, like, reciting it. He's like, I am now playing Romeo. Mm-hmm. And so, pan to the Colin house. And Edward's like, hey, remember earlier when I was talking about unaliving and giving you my plan? Well, here's more about it. He, so he's like, here's a... He shows Bella a portrait of the Volturi. And I do love this when the po- portrait kind of, like, comes alive. Yeah. And you see, like, Carlisle there. Um, and I really love the Volturi. So it's very exciting to see them introduced um, so we learned that the Volturi is like this really powerful old family and they're pretty much like a vampire royalty. Yeah. Like they make all the rules and Carlisle lived with them. He lived with them for 20 years, I believe. Wow. Um, which is so bizarre because they just are st- total murderers. Yeah. And Carlisle is not a murderer at all. Um, and so I'm really not clear on like how they got along, but and Ara would like was constantly trying to get him to murder people. Like every day, Ara was like, "I must get you to murder someone." Um, but he still says they were really refined. Um, they didn't respect human life, but were they? But they respected um, the arts and sciences. So I guess that makes it okay. Yeah, <laughs> and, so uh, fine. And above all, uh, the Volturi is obsessed with the law, right? And they only, except they only have one enforced law, and that is to keep their existence a secret. And if you just let's say if, if you were to reveal that Jasper was a vampire who could mood control in the middle of a crowded hallway, right. Um, that's potentially breaking the law. And so you keep that secret unless he's like, unless you want to die. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we kind of, we watch them uh, kill a vampire to, mm-hmm. to demonstrate that they are serious about enforcing their, their only law. Yes. And in case you can't remember how to kill a vampire, you must uh, tear up their mm-hmm. body into different pieces and then burn said pieces. So yes, yes, not an easy feat. So Bella says like, she can't even think about somebody hurting Edward. She's like, don't talk like that. And he's like, oh, Bella, the only thing that can hurt me is you. Oh, nothing else scares me. And she's like, well, what about Victoria? What about climate change? (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty scary (laughs) to me. Um. (laughs) We're going to kill Sarah. (laughs) 
Sarah was mid sip. I was just taking a drink of something, and I so truly, what about what about climate change? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. So Bella brings up Victoria, and Edward is like, "Oh no, I'm not worried about her." Alice is watching her decisions when she decides to go after me. We'll be ready. Don't even worry about a thing. I just have to say, like, you can cut this out, but like, Alice was not fucking paying attention close enough. No. No. (laughs) (laughs) They are so bad at this. They're so stupid. Terrible. It makes me so angry that he thinks Victoria is going to come for him. Yeah. Like, it's just so dumb. Oh, yeah. You killed her mate. Yeah. I'm sure she's going to come come for for you. you. Yeah. And the the fact that he's like, you'll be safer without all of us here alone with Victoria and the dead bodies that are piling up in forks. Like, it is so crazy. Nobody listens to the radio. I'm like, no. Bella's dad is the sheriff. Like, is everybody not aware of, like, all of these dead hikers that are being found in the woods? Like, oh. The fact that they leave her alone with Victoria is so insane. Well, I'll never get over it. It's so stupid. Mm -hmm. And no, Alice is doing a really piss poor job. (laughs) (laughs) Piss poor job. I couldn't agree more. (laughs) She's too busy planning weird birthday parties to pay attention. She's like, I'm thinking about Bella's (laughs) birthday. Here's the dress she's going to wear. Yeah, here's the dress. We're actually going to light a bunch of pillar candles and have... (laughs) flowers around as if it were valentine's day that's what you do for your friends right a glass credenza that edward can throw you into (laughs) don't worry he'll protect you (gasps) just like right into the wall oh my gosh um yeah that that is what is about to happen shortly after but before that (laughs) fellow tells edward that she could protect him if he changed her mm-hmm. and he's like, you already do protect me. You're my only reason to stay alive. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> oh my God. It's so bad. That's, ladies, that's a red flag. Yeah. That's what we call a red flag on the pod. <laughs> Absolutely. And he's like, it's my job to protect you. And then Alice comes in. She's like, come Bella, it's time for your party. So then they go to the party. So we enter the party Enter the weirdest. <laughs> this is a quote from our notes. Enter the weirdest party in the world. Alice gives Rosalie a necklace to give to Bella. She's like, here, like Alice made me give this to you. <laughs> Rosalie hates Bella. <laughs> and Alice takes um, pictures of Edward and Bella. And Emmett's gift was a new sound system for her truck, which he already installed. And I'm like, you would notice that. Like, <laughs> she what? She to school that morning. <laughs> like, that's insane. Um, Esme and Carlisle give Bella a card, and Ooh. Bella opens it, and she gets a fucking paper cut. <laughs> How inopportune. And she's like, uh, paper cut. Everybody look. And Jasper's like, <laughs> Like lunges at Bella. His face. He's an animal. He's gone feral. He's gone sicko mode. He's, you know, he's gone chimp mode, if you will. (laughs) And he just lunges forward. So, of course, Edward just pushes Bella with like all his might into the glass credenza. She 
crash is just like slamming. Like you would expect her to fall and be like, my ribs. Like she, she looks is- like a rag doll. Like just yeah. she does. She goes, she hits the wall. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, I'm sure that they used like a mannequin or something because the way that thing <laughs> flops in the air is insane. <laughs> Oh to think, and it was just a paper cut initially. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now it's like gaping wounds. Gaping yeah. wounds from her head, from her arm. Like she's bleeding to death. And Carlisle's like, well, uh, please, everyone leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to tend to this. And Carlisle, because Edward obviously doesn't leave because he's hashtag obsessed. And Carlisle's <laughs> like, hey, why don't you go check on Jasper? I'm sure he's very upset with himself. It's like hearing a preschool teacher talk. Like, yeah. I'm sure he's really upset. Like, you should go check on him. <laughs> well, because Edward is, Edward, talk about dead in the eyes. Like, Edward yeah. is like the walking dead. Like, he is staring <laughs> down at this and he is just like, this is it. Uh, you can already see the wheels spinning around in his Absolutely. head in terms of what's going to happen. And I think that, Robert Pattinson does a pretty good job in that moment of like, cause you really are just like, this man's done. Like he's done with this entire situation. He may have, created, Oh yeah. He may have just created the entire situation by smashing her into the credenza, but he's also about to finish it. Yeah. Um, so he, you know, skulks off mm-hmm. and then Carlisle and Bella have a moment. Oh my God. <laughs> has gone down in history in the fandom because it's, Really yeah, the only time that any that 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 anybody has chemistry in these movies. <laughs> it's <laughs> oddly sexual. Yeah, there is so much chemistry. Yeah, it's so much sexual chemistry between those two. I don't know what the deal is. The way that her, I can see it so clearly. Like the way her arm is like on his waist yes. as he's like tending yes. to her wound. I'm like, oh and I was God. also like, so aside from anything of their chemistry, like aside from the touches, the looks, blah, blah, blah. A director filmed this and directed it, and then someone produced it and cut the film. So I'm like, not only did it feel like that between the two actors, you also specifically edited and directed it (laughs) so that it looked insanely tension-filled and, like, sexual. Mm -hmm. It did. It does. It's, like, so... They have so much chemistry. Like, it's it's one of the... When I think in the movie, it's, like, one of the first scenes that I think about. I also can picture it so clearly in my head and, like, when he, like, Mm -hmm. touches her chin and, like... Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a great scene. And when he finally burns all the bloody gauze and they're, like, sitting there together. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... We don't... You know, Carlisle is like such a huge character in the books. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's nice to see him really get to take center stage here. Um, How old is Carlisle? He's like 23? 23, 23 years old. And you have Christ. Peter Fresnelli, who's like 36 yeah. at the time. Yeah, yeah. Carlisle's supposed to be 23. <laughs> with a medical degree? Yeah, with a medical degree. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, no, that's cool. That's fine. Okay. I don't think, I think he tells people he's 30, but he is canonically like 23 years of age. Yeah. He's 23 when he got turned. And so I think that they cast older actors because Esme is supposed to be 26. Mm-hmm. So they cast older actors because it just would have looked insane. Yeah. Cause like yes. Robert Pattinson was like, what, 21 when they shot Twilight? Yeah. So if yeah, they cast 21. like a 23 year old, <laughs> it would have looked like the same exact age. It's going to look crazy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Carlisle tends to, Bella's wounds while also exuding like a lot of like sexual chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they start like grinding on each other. 
it's just very tense. Like this will help. <laughs> like he's whispering. He's got his weird transatlantic accent going on. Yeah. Um, and he's like, you know, Jasper hasn't been off human blood as long as the rest of us have. Cause he was like guzzling human blood for years and years and years while he was mm-hmm. in the newborn army. Mm-hmm. And so she's just like, what have you ever thought of just like doing this the easy way? Like, why do you do it the way that you do? And he's like, well, I want to help people. And it makes me happy to help people. Even if I'm like damned regardless. So this is when Bella first clues into the fact Mm. that Edward thinks that he is damned and doesn't have a soul. And that's why he doesn't want Bella to be this way. Um, And so Bella's like, Carla, you couldn't be damned. And and I don't think Carl doesn't think that he's damned. He's a religious man. Um, but this is Bella's like light bulb moment when she realizes that Edward believes that he does not have a soul and that is why he will not turn Bella and take away hers. And so that's another mm-hmm. big problem for Bella. Yeah. Um, because Edward is like very much on this train, believing that he is a monster and, and soulless. That's so interesting. Yeah. And like the religious undertones become overtones. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was definitely an eye-opening moment for me because I was like. You're really bringing, okay, Stephanie, you're bringing spirituality and religion into it. Also, the idea that Vol- the Volturi are in Italy, and I'm like, the the Pope, like the mm-hmm. fucking Vatican. They're the Catholics, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I feel like there are a lot of allusions to um, the Vatican, like with the Volturi. Oh, yeah. It's like a lot of that type of imagery, for sure. So after this wretched party... Edward drives Bella home and she's like, you know, you can't protect me from everything because he's like very upset, clearly. She's like, you can't protect me from everything. Eventually something will separate us, whether it's an accident or an illness or old age. The only solution is to turn me. And he's like, absolutely not. And Bella says that he's not going to want her when she's a grandmother. And he like very abruptly gets out of the truck and like walks around to her side and opens the door and he's like do you not understand my feelings for you at all and bella's like i know like carlisle told me how you feel like you don't have to worry about my soul and edward's just like you should go inside and also kristen stewart's like slurring her words at this point in a really she's like i don't believe that like it's yeah. just like what's going on she's like i'm so tired <laughs> It's like, do you want to convince him? She's like, Carl, tell me about your soul. I'm like, don't worry about mine. I'm fine. (laughs) They're like, Bella, do you need a bang energy? Yeah. Like, are you okay? Do you lose so much blood? Yeah. Did you lose so much blood? (laughs) We have this moment where, like, you can so tell how much she hates saying this line. And, like, you can always tell when an actor hates saying something, and it's so clear on her face. She can't even hide it. She's like, well, it's still my birthday. So can I ask for one thing? And she, you know, holds back her vomit and says, <laughs> kiss me. And so Edward kisses her. He is in so much pain as he's kissing her. Like, And they're making those noises. He's like, oh, like they're making those yeah. noises. He's like wincing. It's like really uncomfortable to watch, honestly. Yeah. And they say, I love you. And he just walks off into the night. <laughs> Whether you're looking for fun, a place to start a business, or somewhere to raise a family, look no further than Palmetto City. The Lore Corporation. Better designs for a better world. Live acquisition. Hydro Sapien. Full force authorized. 
I was the one who could tell that you had potential. I pointed them towards you because you could see this for the tragedy that it is. And if you're willing to make sure that these kind of tragedies don't keep happening, tragedies that could have happened if the Lore Corporation got powers it could never control, then you'll hear me out. This American Monster. A Monster of the Week actual play from This American Dice. <laughs> Whatever you think you signed up for, kid. You signed up for way more than you can handle. This American Monster, a Monster of the Week actual play podcast from This American Dice. Listen in every Thursday and check us out on thisamericandice.com. So, Bella prints out the photo of her and Edward from her weird little birthday party (laughs) and she folds it in half so it's just Edward and she tapes it on her desk. At lunch, Bella sits with her friends. Oh, the Collins aren't there? Edward goes into Bella's room and sees this photo on her desk. Bella comes home from school and sees Edward waiting for her like in her front yard area. And he's like, you know, let's go take a walk. So they go into the woods and he's like, we have to leave Forks because Carlisle is supposed to be 10 years older than he looks and people are starting to notice. And Bella's like, okay, uh, I've got to think of just, you know, something to say to Charlie. And then I'm doing a, a really poor job. This is like a very like, gravity setting in moment she's like i'm not coming with you to recap like two days ago he was like i was gonna kill myself when i thought you died (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. and now he's like actually we gotta go so sorry like what the fuck i would be freaking out if i were in that position so she's like you know, what happened with Jasper was nothing. And Edward is like, you're right. Nothing but what I always expected. And <laughs> I could slap him. I don't know why. Yeah. It's so bad. And it's like. And and here's the thing. He's been thinking about doing this since the end of Twilight. That's what you find out when you read Twilight from his yeah. perspective in the night sun at the prom he's like i'm gonna leave soon so like all of this time he's been thinking of doing this for her own good while saying these things to her like yeah she's his whole life it is weird because it is in some regard for her own good but it's also like that's what he thinks yeah he's so um like infantilizing mm-hmm. toward Bella where mm-hmm. he's like, I have to make every single decision because you don't fucking know what you want. Exactly. And I'm like, then don't date her. <laughs> yeah. And find someone else to fucking date. I don't know. Yeah, he really doesn't think that she has any idea of like what's good for her or can, that she can make mm-hmm. any decisions for herself. And nothing. Yeah. And he says, you know, what happened is nothing compared to what could have happened. And, you know, she just doesn't belong in their world. 
Um, and so she's like, well, no, like I belong with you. And I do think that stuff they do with the camera here is like, inter- cause it's, it kind of looks like, well, it's, we, we've, we saw another forest scene, right. In twilight where the camera was mm-hmm. like out of control and like swooping sure. around everywhere. Yeah. And with this, it's just kind of like looking down her. It kind of feels like I, when I watch it, it feels like everything's caving in. She seems very mm-hmm. small. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think it's like very effective. And so she's like, well, I belong with you. Yeah. And he's like, no, you don't. And so she's like, I am coming. And he's like, I don't want you to come. And there's like a much meme, Uh, there's a much meme scene on TikTok as well. um, (laughs) He's like, I don't want you to come. Um, And so she's like, you don't like, so that's, I think the moment where she really like takes it in. And again, she is slightly stirring her words, but she's like, you don't want me. And he's like, no, I don't. But here's one thing while I'm breaking your heart and breaking your life apart, promise me promise me not to do anything reckless, but not for my sake. Cause I don't care about you for Charlie's sake. Mm. And in return for that promise, I will never come back again. Like that sounds like a sweet deal to a teenager who is obsessed. Yeah. obsessed yeah. With you. It's like, okay, sure. Shake hands. Oh, perfect. Yeah. In return, you'll never see my face again. You can go on with her life. And he says, it'll be like, I never existed. And so it's so, so heartbreaking. And so she's like, if this is about your soul, like, just take it. I don't want it without you. And he's like, you're just not good for me. Sorry. I let this go on for so long. He says goodbye. He kisses her on the forehead and you see like the pain in his face and he is gone, baby gone. Like he is out of there. And that's when Bella, um, manages to run after him and get lost and these woods are directly behind her house like a lot of people Mm -hmm. were like he drove he took her all the way out in the woods they walked like three steps into these woods and she manages to like run through the woods all night and eventually like fall asleep (laughs) on the ground in 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 a delirium basically i never noticed it until this watch around but like because obviously like she runs and then she trips and falls on the ground she just stays decides to pass out i guess yeah she's like i'm done i always assumed like it was while she was running and she tripped but actually she's walking she stops she takes one step and trips over a branch she's like i'm done so she truly is like here is where i will die in this in this forest like she's done with life yeah yeah so she curls up on the forest floor to go to sleep forever (laughs) question mark very snow white who amongst us you know sometimes (laughs) yeah Sometimes you just gotta run into the woods and, <laughs> and fall asleep. Leave and it up throw to fate. yourself on the floor. <laughs> leave it up to fate. Sometimes you just gotta go into the woods and work yourself up in a tizzy and go catatonic. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happens. Mm-hmm. 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 So as this is happening, Charlie has uh rallied a search party, all of the officers in forks. Um, I think Harry Clearwater is there. Jacob is there. Probably Billy Black is there also. And um, meanwhile, in the woods, we see like some glowing eyes Mm -hmm. in the dark. And it's like, ooh, what's that? Who knows? And then all of a sudden, we see Bella being carried out of the woods by... At this point, if you've never seen the books or seen the movies or read the books, you have no idea who that is. (laughs) But it's Sam Yuli, who we'll find out later. He is shirtless in his shorts and his dad trainers, and he (laughs) walks out of the woods carrying Bella, returns her to her father, Mm -hmm. but before he leaves, shares a withering stare with a young Jacob Black. 
what's going on there. Nobody can tell. So after this confusing moment for new viewers, um, <laughs> we go to Bella's depression chair. She sits Love. in her chair. We have the famous <laughs> montage uh, where we hear, Impossibilities, as the camera spins around oh, her, God. and we see the months pass by, October, November, December, and each time we pass by her window, we see like a new exterior where it's like, fall into like winter into like so well done winter so well done yeah bella is just completely catatonic at this point and in her voiceover we hear that she is writing an email to alice um talking about how when edward left he took everything with him but the absence of him is everywhere that she looks and it's like a hole has been punched through her chest and we see her having these like screaming Oh, night God. terrors like <laughs> yeah literally waking up by screaming bloody murder in the middle of the night um and the only thing that's waking her is charlie waking her up from these horrible Man, nightmares charlie charlie's going through it charlie's going. i can't even imagine like as a father what you would do in that situation i feel like there's a moment at one point where he just looks so exasperated he's yeah. like oh, oh god damn it mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, he's like not even sleeping in his bed. He's like sleeping no. on the couch. Man can't get any rest. She is squealing. Like we can get mm-hmm. into the noises that Kristen Stewart is making. Yeah. She's... So high pitched. <laughs> yes. We also see her sitting at the Cullen's lunch table by herself. So she's also isolated herself from her, I guess, friends who she doesn't really <laughs> like. She, she hates. Yeah. And she writes to Alice that in a way she's glad that she feels this way because the pain is a reminder that he was real. She then sends the email and it immediately bounces back like all of them had. It's so cold too. Cause that's a reminder as well that like not only Edward left her, but like Alice yeah. is supposed to be her best friend and like Alice left and never said yeah. goodbye. They all left. It's really horrible. So Charlie tells Bella that he's like, that's it. You're going to Jacksonville with your mother. And Bella's like, no, I- I'm not leaving Forks. And I'm like, Charlie, like, let's ha- let's have a rap sesh really quick. Yeah. Her mom does not care about no, her. No, couldn't care less. It's, she's better off here. Yeah. yeah. So Charlie tells her Edward's not coming back and her behavior is scaring him. He doesn't want her to leave, but she should go to Jacksonville and make some new friends. And she's like, you know, I like my friend – my friends here and Charlie is like, I have literally not seen you hang out with anyone in about six months. I see right through you. Yeah. I know that you're not hanging out with anyone. And she's like, no, like I'm lit. I'm going to go shopping with Jessica tomorrow. Like I need, I need a girl's night. (laughs) (laughs) With Jessica. Um, crazy. And so Bella and Jessica, Bella and Jessica like do have a girls' night. Like, is it mm. Jessica's definition of a girls' night? No, no. They end up seeing a, zom- a zombie because the, like Bella won't. So the other thing is, I don't know if it's like obvious in the movies. She stopped listening to music and she won't watch yeah. any movies that involve like any emotions, right? So she'll only watch. She hates joy. She she won't. She doesn't want to watch anything or hear anything that will remind her of like love. 
Yeah. So she can only handle like horror movies, basically. And so like Jessica was like not down with this zombie movie. And this truly is, this is in the notes. I agree. Is Anna Kendrick's like best work here. Like this, she's she's a so good in this she scene. So, like she was talking about the back. She's like talking about how her cousin had leprosy or somebody had leprosy, and it was like kind of the yeah. same thing. Yeah. Um. And Bella does not give a shit. Like any, like Bella mm-hmm. could not care less about hanging out with Jessica. No. Like Jessica's literally like, I'm surprised you called it all actually. And Bella's like staring out into space and then focuses in on some biker dudes that are catcalling them. Right. Perfect. Um, and it, and usually you'd be like, ew, oh, ew, like I don't want to deal with this. Um, mm-hmm. but instead, since they're in Port, Port Angeles, Bella gets a flashback to when she was almost assaulted in a couple months ago in twilight when yeah. edward saved her in the first movie and again that should be like a traumatic flashback but instead mm-hmm. she's like oh my god that was amazing when edward saved me um yeah. and so in this moment ghost edward appears for the first time in new moon mm-hmm. and so we see a ghostly edward hallucination and good that it's like listen i i truly have to tell you that like when i was reading the book i had no idea whether she was hallucinating or whether edward like could teleport i didn't know if he could actually right. do this or not and they she doesn't see him in the book she just hears him so yeah. but obviously like they wanted robert pattinson in this movie so this is the first time we see Ghost Edward wearing that same suit, by the way, that he was wearing at the party. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like, keep walking. And she's like, oh my God, oh my God. Um, like, like she's realizing like she can potentially see Edward again. And so Edward, Ghost Edward evaporates and Jessica's like, hey, can we leave? Doesn't want to be around these men. But Bella decides to follow the danger. And as she gets closer, Ghost Edward appears again and is like, turn around um but when she does he disappears so bella's like i need to keep going goes up to one of the bikers and he offers her a ride this is also like a like a 30 or 35 year old man yeah an an older man for sure yeah um like he's pretty grisly right and and so he's like hey man like get on and as she she's like gonna do it Edward goes, Edward appears again. And he's like, you promised. And she was like, I'm getting on this bike. Like, um, she's so like, she, you said you'd never leave. You yeah, lied. And like, and you lied. he's like, what? The guy's like, what? She's like, I'm just talking to my imaginary <laughs> like, friend. I'm just talking to my, imaginary I'm friend, talking to my uh, ex-boyfriend, whatever. <laughs> he goes with me everywhere. Um, and so they ride through the streets and Edward is floating in front of them, like a red light, right? Like they just keep, he's in front of them at every intersection. She's like, stop, stop. Um, and Edward disappears. And so then Bella's like, see ya. And like just hops off his bike. <laughs> just goes back to Jessica. Jessica's still there. Jessica, she's like, she's like what the go? fuck? Jessica is not okay with Bella's actions. And I have to say that I would be the same. Like, yeah. I would be like, girly, what's wrong with you? I might mm-hmm. like try to get her in touch with a mental health professional. Though. Like, I don't know yeah. if I would just cut her off. Because Jessica really seems done. Um, but at the same time, Bella is a garbage friend. Like she hasn't yeah. talked she's to Jessica much. No, she's not great. So Jessica's like, uh, what the hell is wrong with you? Like you're insane. That could have been a psycho killer. And um, so Bella's like, oh my God, that was such a, such a rush. Um, <laughs> that's so crazy. I can't even imagine what I would do as a teenager if one of my friends had done this. Mm-hmm. Jessica's like, uh, okay, well, if you're an adrenaline junkie, just like go bungee jumping. Like don't get some on some loser's motorcycle. Um, and Bella is still like, just like, 
Yeah. She's like surging, like she's soaring. Ghost Edward is back. She's like motorcycle, you say. She's she's like, listen, I I gotta find a way to keep this ghost around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she drives over to Jacob's house. And in the meantime, we hear her voiceover email to Alice saying that if a rush of danger is what it takes to see Edward, then that's what I'll find. (laughs) And then we have the moment of the film. She gets out of that truck. Young Jacob Black rushes up and goes, Bella, where the hell have you been, loca? And just wraps her in a big hug. I just was so confused. I was like, uh, is this how you think kids talk? Is he Hispanic? Uh, What's going on? Like, why was this? Mm -hmm. He's not Hispanic. I was like, why is this the next logical mind? It's truly supposed to be kid slang. Like crazy. They're just so, they're just in a silly, goofy mood. And he's like, oh, Oh, you loca. is the most out of touch thing I've ever heard. Yeah. And that's why it yeah. is so amazing. It's right up there with Spider Monkey. Mm-hmm. Hold on tight, Spider Monkey. Oh, yeah. But like Taylor Lautner, he does his best to sell it to be like, yes. I mean, he sells it. I'm saying it. The delivery <laughs> that he gives is actually, you know, pretty good compared to all of the memeified versions mm-hmm. that I've heard. Oh, I mean, and it's ever, yeah. I mean, my best friend and I call each other Loka. We only refer to each other at Loka. Because yeah. we used to say it to each other so often, we'd be like, "Where the hell have you been, Loka?" And yeah. then eventually, we just started calling each other Loka, and it's like, yeah, it's just infiltrated at this point. And I do think he, yeah, I mean, he delivered. He did the best he could. Yeah, I think it helps that he put the emphasis on been instead yes. of Loka. Yes, because he was like, "Where the hell have you been, Loka?" That yes. would have been too yes. much. <laughs> yeah, it would have been way. He's too like, much. "Where the hell have you been, Loka?" <laughs> I wonder how many. I wonder how many takes they had to do. <laughs> I would pay so much money to see just the dailies mm. from this scene. Just raw, unedited God, footage. I wonder if there ever was emphasis on the loca. Yeah, emphasizing the loca would have been a huge mistake. <laughs> Fatal mistake. <laughs> <laughs> so they have this this hug. We have this moment. And Bella's like, well, actually, I brought you something. And she shows him these bikes that she fished out of the junkyard. And she's like, you know, I think that they're going to cost more to fix than they're worth. But if you're willing to help me out. What a lunatic. (laughs) What an absolute lunatic. Hey, I looked through the sewer and dredged up some ugly shit. She went dumpster diving for these bikes. Yeah. Yeah. Just drove to the local dump. Mm-hmm. Found yeah. some bikes. Yeah. She hung out with Cha Danforth and um, Troy Bolton at the <laughs> junkyard. <laughs> at the junkyard. So she's like, you know, I get if you think this is stupid and reckless. And he was like, yeah, it is really stupid and reckless. So when do we start? And it's like, ooh, something's happening here. Mm-hmm. And then he starts to, you know, help her unload the bikes. She's like, oh, be careful with that. He just picks it up like it's absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this giant bike, like it's a fucking piece of paper, puts it on the yeah. ground. And she's like, oh, my God, Jacob, like you're buff. When did this happen? You're 16 years old. He's like, I got testosterone infections, <laughs> steroids. Heard of them? <laughs> And flirty, flirty Jacob is like, age just a number, baby. What are you now? Like 40? 
Which I always love that line. I thought it was very cute. Doesn't Bella just like absolutely like crawl into herself? Like she's just mm-hmm. like age, yeah. age, yeah. age, age. Like she's <laughs> moving back in that catatonic space. Yeah. <laughs> Precisely. So in the garage, Jacob, I assume this is actually a, like a fast forward moment because he has all the parts yeah. um, like laid out on a blanket and stuff. And um, he's just working on the bikes and Bella turns off the radio and he's like, you don't like this song. And she's like, I don't really like music anymore. Mm. I'm like, cringe. Okay. So then she's like, you know, if we're going to do this every day, we have to fit in some homework somewhere. So your dad doesn't think I'm a bad influence. And he's like, oh, please like you can't influence me if anything I have like the know-how and I like would be influencing you and it's like this like flirty flirt flirt and I fuck you Bella because you're flirting with him I'm like she leads him on terribly so hard it's so hard to watch at every turn yeah and Bella's like I don't actually know what this note means Bella says if she's 35, then he might be 32. They, they come up with these, like, fake ages for themselves. Mm-hmm. Which I yeah. can't remember okay, what they sure. do <laughs> Sure, yeah. Because, like, he's he's trying at literally every point when she brings up that she's older. He is constantly, yeah. like, bringing up, like, well, you're not that much older than me. He's always trying to make himself seem more, like, on her level because obviously he like wants mm-hmm. a shot with her and he doesn't want her to just think of him as like a little kid and truly she is not that much older than him no she's like like two, she's years. two years older yeah, than him two years. yeah 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 which means nothing like people get married who are the woman is two years older all the time yeah but they're 16 and 18 so it's different i guess whatever anyways quill and Embry come in and quill immediately blows up jacob's spot and he's like oh, is this your girlfriend? And Jacob's like, uh, I think you're confused because I said that she's a girl who's my friend. <laughs> and Quill and Embry just are like, I don't think you actually said that. <laughs> I do like the dynamic between them. It's very cute. But they, I mean, they're mm-hmm. literally like, is this your girlfriend? Oh my God. <laughs> like, please. Yeah. Bella does have his back with her retort. She's like, oh, so you guys have girlfriends. That's really cool. And they're like, uh. Yeah. No, she's yeah. cool. She's cool. And they're like, no, we don't. LOL. <laughs> what does Jacob say? He's like, you you brought your cousin to prom. He does. Yeah, I do. I like them. And I'm like, Jacob, you as a Native American should know it's so hard to, you know, there aren't isn't a robust amount of people in a reservation. Don't drag him. And particularly if you go through the family tree that Stephanie made for the, yeah. the tribe on the push reservation, like they truly are all related to each other. Like mm-hmm. Quill like did the best that he could. Yeah. Under the circumstances. Yeah. So then we get this montage of Bella and Jacob working on the bikes. And I think that is the point where either a p- slice of pizza is thrown that is turned into a wrench or vice versa. Mm-hmm. I cannot remember. Yeah. Um, oh, fuck. I don't know. It's, it took, I never noticed it until I joined TikTok and I was like, my God, what, what is that? Mm-hmm. Cause I'm pretty sure they get pizza delivered and Bella throws it to him. And then Jacob catches the wrench. Yes. Yeah. It's quite a, it's quite a transition move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Bella continues to write to Alice, despite the fact that those emails are never going to get to her. 
her. Um, and mm-hmm. she's like, you know, Jacob is making me feel better alive. Like basically like Bella is using, and it's not to say that Bella doesn't like Jacob very much as a person. Like she very much mm-hmm. does, but even in the book, like she's very much aware that like he has feelings that she doesn't have. And she's like, yeah. well, what can I do? I need to heal this hole in my chest. Like, so basically she's like, Alice, the hole in my chest is almost healed when I'm with Jacob. So I'm just going to keep hanging out with him. And then we see Bella and Jacob walking out of the garage and he tells Bella that he thinks like Quill has like a thing for her. And again, we're talking about the age. Mm-hmm. Bella's like, uh, well, I'm not really into the whole cougar thing. And Jay- and at this point, Jake is like, what is up with you and age? Like it is not, it's, it's not normal. She's like, and he's like, how old was Edward anyway? And then like, you literally like, you might as well hear the possibility song. like come back in the background. Oh, as, soon as, yeah. the, as soon as she hears his name, <laughs> Like it's like game over. And she's like, oh, like back in her back in her chair. So she continues her email saying, you know, even Jacob can't keep the dreams away because one now once she's heard his name, like there's gonna be trouble for her and for Charlie. Yeah. So then the next thing we know, Bella is having another nightmare. Charlie comes in to wake her up and you know, kind of calms her down. And he's like, you know, you've been hanging out with Jacob a lot. That seems to take your mind off of things. Sometimes you have to learn to love what's good for you. And she's like, what? And he's like, well, what do I know? (laughs) I love that line. Just a terminal bachelor, famous ladies man. And I'm like, Charlie, I love you. It's such a good scene. It's not in the books. They added that specifically Mm -hmm. for the movie. Charlie Charlie would not have cared to ever have a discussion with her about it, but... When he says you have to learn to love what's good for you, it's so sweet. Yeah. It reminds me actually a lot of like one of my favorite pieces of advice that I've ever gotten, which was from one of our teachers in college. And he said, like, learn what makes you happy and learn to accept that. Oh, that's great. Who said that? Kevin Kulke said that. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. And I always think of that. And then when I was watching it, watching New Moon the other day, I was like, oh, my God, that's like very similar advice. It's good advice. It's wonderful advice. Mm -hmm. Is it my line? It is. That's crazy. <laughs> That's so crazy. So I think I've made this martini too strong, but we're living, we're loving, we're laughing. And <laughs> let's get back to Bella and Jacob. So Jake asks what she would have done if he had said he like couldn't help her with the bikes. And I just want everyone to know I'm not looking at the notes as I said that because I remember the scene so vividly mm-hmm. and they're driving along and he says this and she's like thinks about it for a second she's like well I would have said um we have to figure out something else to do together and I'm like okay so you're gonna kiss mm-hmm. like you're there's gonna be something here it's not just me being fucking dragged around <laughs> like at your fucking whim like this is gonna come to fruition guess again <laughs> Yep. Guess again, bitch. That's what I would have told myself if I could travel back in time. And he's like, you know, she's like, oh, are you doubting your skills? And he's like, no, but if I was smart, I would have dragged out the rebuild. Bold. Very bold. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a tension-filled conversation. Mm -hmm. But as they drive, Bella sees Sam uh Yuli yeah mm-hmm. push a guy off a cliff so that breaks the whole scene <laughs> it's no longer romantic no it turns out you are getting dragged around by their whims yeah and Bella's like oh my god oh my god Paloma someone just pushed someone else off a cliff 
Jacob's like, no, Bella. No, Loka. No, Loka. 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 They're just cliff jumping, um, which is crazy. Um, Jacob's like, yeah, they're just showing off by jumping from so high, but it's a total rush. And like, they are, it looks like they are jumping off of mountains. Like, they are really yeah. jumping off some very it's high scary. cliffs. It's very scary. So Bella's like, what's the deal? Do you guys like have beef or something? Like, what's up with you and Sam? Um, and I guess Jared, Sam is trying with Jared and Paul. Um, mm. And he tells her, he's like, well, they think they run the place. Um, and Embry's with them too. And so Bella notices Embry, who looks totally different. Mm-hmm. And so Jacob is honestly look, looks scared. And this is kind of spooky, right? Jacob's like, yeah. Well, like, I don't know what the deal is. Like, he started missing school and like hanging out with Sam. And now, like, he's one of Sam's crew and Sam owns him and Paul and Jared. And, and he's very clear that like Jacob doesn't know what's going on with him and he doesn't want anything to do with them. Um, and he's like, you know, Sam keeps giving me this look. Like, he's waiting for me. And I think he's, yeah, he's like quite scared about that. And I think Bella says something like how they're not going to let that happen or whatever, but it is, it's like pretty creepy. And like, they, they don't really show it in the movies, but like they talk about a little bit more in the book, like the insane transformation. (laughs) Oh my God. It's yes. It's insane. These children, these young boys go through. They are like 16 and they age physically to like the body of like a 25 year old. Yeah. Man, in in like a wow. like a week or something like that. It's insane. I was telling Mo. Obviously, we'll like get to it later on. But post Jacob's transformation, he goes from five ten to like six seven. Yes, mm-hmm. it's it's, it's literally NBA basketball player. Yeah, it's so crazy. Insane. And like, and it's not like he's lanky. He's like buff too. It's, it's all like, muscle. It's a huge mm-hmm. person. Gigantic. Yeah. So before that happens. It's time to ride some motorbikes. Well, that's right. Jacob, you know, sets Bella up with her bike. He's like teaching her like where the clutch and the gas is. He's like holding her hands too. It's like very tension filled. They're looking at each other and she hears like, or she sees, I guess, ghost Edward telling her to stop and she like jerks the bike forward. She's like, oh my God, there he is. So Jacob is like, are you okay? She's like, no, I want to go again. And just fucking books it down the street. <laughs> Rips it, She's yeah. like, vroom, vroom, She's bitch, like, I'm out of here. <laughs> She's gone. <laughs> so she takes off down the road, having never ridden a, ridden a bike in her life, I'm assuming. Not once. She sees, you know, ghost Edward. He's like, this is reckless. Like, stop doing this, whatever it is he says. <laughs> And she just keeps driving, loses control of the bike because she doesn't know what the fuck she's doing, <laughs> falls off and smacks her head on a rock in the process. Oh, really hard. I mean, again, and it looks like they use another doll for that because it's just like she yeah. slams. Um, but she is, you know, on the ground. Jacob hops on his bike, zooms over to her and like, you know, tends to her wound and helps her up. She's like, I want to go again. And he's like, absolutely not, Loka. You will be staying put. <laughs> absolutely not, Loka. Loka. No, you can't. Yeah. So he's like, your head, you know, because it's gushing blood. Oh, I, I love this part. Mm-hmm. It's so, good. Mm-hmm. so she's like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. Because she's so used to apologizing for bleeding because she, you know, keeps the company of vampires. Mm. And he's like why are you apologizing for bleeding? Like, it's just a little bit of blood. And then he stands up and just whips off his shirt. 14-year-old me did not know how to act. (laughs) Screaming in the movie theater. Like, the Mm -hmm. absolute feral 
swimming, oh, yeah. screaming at this child. I was unwell. I was unwell watching yeah. this. Was this when you got your first boner? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. I was sitting in the movie theater like. It was a lot to take in. <laughs> yeah. Um. So he like leans out and his hair is just like beautiful. He's like, he looks incredible. He looks, he looks so good. Mm-hmm. He's looking pretty great. Yeah. He like leans down. He uses his no shirt. No Carlisle, but. <laughs> no. We can't all be Carlisle. What are you going to do? <laughs> So he leans down, he uses his shirt to, you know, like, sop up some of the blood, and she's looking at him and says what we're all thinking, which is, you're kind of beautiful. <laughs> and he's, like, you know, screaming on the inside, but he's just like, how hard did you hit your head? And then helps her up, and I'm like, ah, oh my god. Just another, just another step in Bella just destroying this poor man's heart. It's... Mm-hmm torch it's so hard to watch something i did glean is that she loves to um become involved with like magical creatures <laughs> like she has a weird like magical creature fetish she's she does. Listen, she's attracting them from all over yeah so at school bella walks into the cafeteria and finally decides to sit with her old friends she overheard them talking about something in the woods, and she says that Angela's right. Her dad got reports at the station about dead bodies from a bear attack, but they haven't been able to find a fucking bear. <laughs> so Mike takes this as not relevant in any way, shape, or Mike's form. Mike's like, anyway. <laughs> yeah. So could we maybe go out to a movie? And she actually says yes, but promptly goes, oh, yeah, we should ask if anyone else wants to go. Hey, guys, do you want to go to a movie? And Mike is like, I will literally kill myself. (laughs) (laughs) So she, like, suggests they see Face Punch, and Jessica's like, (laughs) I love this line. Jessica's like, movie night with Bella. Because she's already done it once. <laughs> she knows it's like a house of horrors. Like she literally, yes. and also she's obsessed with Mike, right? So she's mm-hmm. like pissed that that's happening too. She's like, number one, fucking pissed he asked you out. Number two, this sucks. <laughs> this is my nightmare night out. <laughs> Movie, Movie night, night with, with Bella. Bella. The way that she says face punch too, is what she's like, it's um like face punch like that movie yeah. title and i think it's like she got punched in the face <laughs> well especially because the movie that mike suggests is uh love spelled backwards is love is the movie that he wants to go see <laughs> she's like what about face punch, punch. like <laughs> yeah what about blood sucker ripping blood suck? oh my god i forgot about love spelled backwards is love <laughs> so good it's so my good. favorite thing. I also love Mike in this scene. He's also like, oh, good to see, you know, you're you're back, you know, you're eating, gotta get some meat on those bones. <laughs> He's like, get into your tummy. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. He's like, get a little protein in there, get some meat on your bones. <laughs> really, the, the friends are some of the best part of these movies. Mm-hmm. They're really doing the most in these, yeah. in these movies. Um get a little protein in your tummy. <laughs> So good. So good. He showed up to work that day. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He He earned his check. (laughs) He was fully doing it. Um, So they pan outside of the movie. 
And so Jacob shows up, Mike's already waiting outside for Bella and Jacob's like, I heard this movie sucks. Uh, and so Mike is like, aren't you a little young to see this movie? So they're going to have like a little rivalry. And he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm a little young, but no problem though. Cause Bella's getting me the tickets. <laughs> and so Bella comes over and is like, Hey guys, like Jess bailed. Like, obviously. Not a surprise. <laughs> movie yeah. night with Bella. No, no surprise. Yeah. Um, and Angela got the stomach flu. So Eric is taking care of her. And so then it means it's just going to be the three of them. Perfect. So it's like Bella has to sit between these two Mm. as if she's like waiting to be executed. Yeah. She's sandwiched in between them and they both have their like hands, like arms on the armrest on either side. And they both have the hand waiting, just waiting for her hand to just like slap right into theirs. Right. She looks just disgusted it's described so specifically in the book too like she talks about how their arms look yes. like i can't remember exactly what she said but it's like such a visceral like description of the way that their arms looked like like cranes or something exactly. like sitting like, there yeah for her hand to like plop into theirs mm-hmm. and she's like i just want to see ghost edward <laughs> And so Mike uh, excuses himself to puke. We don't know if it's because of the action in the film or what, right? He's like, I gotta go. Mm-hmm. And so then Bella and, Bella and Jacob leave the theater. Jacob says that she needs to find um, someone with a stronger, a stronger stomach. And so he tries to hold her hand. I can't remember if that's when he calls him a marshmallow. Does he call him a marshmallow there? I think like, so. He's like, what a marshmallow. Yeah. <laughs> What a freaking loca marshmallow loca that marshmallow. was. Um, and he tries. Devastating. He tries to hold her hand. Mm. And this is this is hard to watch because why shouldn't he try to hold her hand? She said that he was kind of beautiful. She's been spending every waking hour with him. Every moment. Mm-hmm. He basically prevented her hurting herself on multiple occasions. Exactly. And like, I understand that like he... <sighs> You know, like further further along, we get the other books clips yeah. and bring them. Like Bella clearly makes a choice, and he doesn't respect that choice. But at this point, yeah, like truly, like this never would have happened had she not done this. Um, and I feel like it's just very sweet that he's trying to hold her hand, and why shouldn't he? Um, yeah. Because she's given him every indication that she does like him very much. Um, and so he says, like she's like takes her hand away, and he's like, "Why well, I, I can't hold your hand?" And she's like, no, you can. I, but I just think it means something different to me than it does to you. And he's like, listen, like, do you, uh, he's like, you know, do you like me? Like, you, do you think I'm kind of beautiful? Like, and so Belle's like, please, like, don't, don't do this. Um, and so she kind of curls into herself on the stairs of the, of the, in the movie theater. And she's like, listen, I like being around you. And but I'm, I can't have those kinds of feelings for you. And she's like, I'm not like a car that you can fix. She's like, I'm, I'm never going to, never going to run. Right. Uh, and she just looks broken. She's 18. <laughs> she's literally 18. She's like, listen, I've been around. She the block. has no wisdom. I've been around the block. Mm-hmm. You can bounce back from anything at this age. Yeah. Cause at this point she's spent what, like a month with Edward she spent like together oh yeah um well yeah well so they have this summer which we never get to okay remember she says like the best summer of her life and i'd love right. to get i don't think stephanie Meyer can write them happy but like mm-hmm. so they had like yeah a month during the school year but then they were together for like june july and august okay and th- so they were together for like three months and then he bounced yeah. and he leaves in september yeah yeah she's a virgo she is a virgo yeah so clearly she's not 
thinking she's ever going to recover from this four-month relationship. (laughs) Um, So Jacob is like, oh, it's because of the Collins, isn't it? And he sits with her. And he's like, I would never do that to you. Like, I would never hurt you like that. I would never leave. And, like, I'm promising you that I will never do that to you. And, like, they're sitting very, very close to each other. There's (laughs) a lot of tension. And she, like, leans her head on his shoulder. And that's when Mike finally comes back from the bathroom, um, having just puked out (laughs) his guts. And he's like, I need to go home. And they just, like, look at him. Jacob is filled with rage. And Mike is like, what? I was feeling sick before the movie. And Jacob, out of nowhere, is just like, you're feeling sick? Go to the hospital. Better yet, why don't I put you in the hospital? And it's like, It sounds like a Hulk moment where he's like, I'm feeling angry. Like, it's so... Tangential and weird, and in the way that it's written, it's like, oh, you're feeling unwell. Maybe you should see a doctor. Oh, you want to see a doctor? Well, maybe I'll I'll reference a doctor to you. Oh, just kidding. I'll put you in the (laughs) the way that it goes on for so long is so confounding. Mm -hmm. It's loca. It's loca. It is. Yeah, (laughs) and so he like gets up to like presumably like you know get physical with Mm -hmm. mike and bella like tries to you know hold him back and she's like jake you you're like really hot like you feel like you have a fever and he's like i don't know what's happening like i gotta go so he just like dips out of there and mike is like what's up with that guy (laughs) weirdo thank you so much for listening to part one of new moon featuring twilight talk Head over to part two for the rest of the episode.